viewer discretion is advised. For the next hour, you will be entertained, pissed off, and fall in love with two idiots that actually believe they can make a podcast. So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy. <laughs> right, so you know when you get like a, like a rock, right, and you just throw it up, and it lands in the water, and it's just got that little sploosh in it? Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is so satisfying for all men out there. There's literally accounts on TikTok dedicated to this shit. Look, look, the other one that you showed us just before. Nah, shite, shite one. I, I the convi- so you've never went to, like, say, like an airport? Like, oh, like, say, when, uh, like, a Tesco's or an Asda or something like that, and put your hand across a conveyor belt, and not, like, and you've seen the metal scoops, and you're just, like, putting your hand across it, or, like, B&Q, and not for, fuck me, this is Man, satisfying. Shit spins. Uh, you're not satisfied by that. Nah. Man. You're weird. You are not a man. You are a bitch. You, you, you are not a man. Can't have this argument. With you're me. not a man. Especially after the week I've had. You're not a man. Drinking whiskey, smoking cigars, and watching fighting. You're not a man. <laughs> if you don't find a conveyor belt satisfying, Mate, something no. going down it satisfying, and like even the ones where like it's just like little balls, and you push the parcel again. Oh, me, it's so satisfying. Nah, man. It doesn't. It does nothing to us. Fair enough, right? When it's a robot and it's like sorting things, I can see the the beauty in that. A fucking little ramp with fucking nah, shite, absolute shite. It's so satisfying. Your me- treadmill. Your man, oh you. <laughs> That's what it is. You're asking us to like a treadmill. <laughs> No, but it's not just a treadmill. It's a bit of metal that's that's put. That's what a fucking it's, treadmill is. It's love. It's no, but it's satisfying. No, it's satisfying. Joe. You're expecting a fat man to like a treadmill. That's all I'm saying to you. <laughs> it's the exact same principle on a treadmill. That's all it is. It's just like neither ones have got any electricity in them. People are listening to this podcast are gonna be pissed against you. Can I just say that? No, they're gonna agree with us. You're a fucking mm-hmm. weirdo. Oh yeah, just for me to do the intro. Hey, this is Scott from the After Hours Podcast. We're, <laughs> we're going to do cold cuts from now on. So like just midway through, we're just going to break into... Hello, welcome back to the After Hours Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are going to think that like that was part of the podcast and then like you play at the store or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. That was just the whole thing. <laughs> We started arguing, so I thought we recorded. <laughs> you know what is actually satisfying? What? Have you ever seen the, the video on it's um who does it? I how I remember them they're all sitting in the convention hall, right? And got like three hundred people in there and they all simultaneously crack their knuckles. Yes, it's uh, the misfits? Yes. Fucking hell, I'm gonna forget that. The misfits? <laughs> the they got um they got everyone to crack their knuckles yeah. at the same time. Mate, that was oh I've got nothing. I'll get it up. Treadmill's doing nothing to us, sorry, mate. Oh, mm. you're just such a weirdo, though. How is that weird? Oh, it's a treadmill. Like, it's a metal <laughs> one, though, that you push parcels against. That is satisfying. Like, for the rollers to roll, like, oh, my God, it's so nice and satisfying. What is wrong with you? Mate, it, you're asking a fat man to like a treadmill. That's all I'm saying. How can you ever expect me to like that? Joe, you just... Oh, you need to get up you on know? your phone, because my phone's funny, isn't it? You just... Oh, I don't, I don't, know. You know what it is, that's the end of the conversation, because you're just, you're just an idiot. 
How? You're just an idiot. You're the dash one here. I've, uh, I tell you what, I blew uh, everyone's mind on uh, TikTok the other day. This, you know, when you walk under, say, like a pillar or something, um, or a sign. All right, all right. And people don't like walking under them because they think it's bad luck. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe in that? Uh, I don't believe in superstition. Right. I don't oh. believe in bad luck. So I believe in free. Walking over free drains. The way you save that one is you spit on the last one, right? Yeah, they're Right? Walking under a sign. This guy keeps walking around this sign next to the metro. Yeah. And he, he's, I commented saying, um, I commented on it going, if you put your hand on your head, it saves it. <laughs> Some people put their hands on the head and say the yeah, word yeah. bread, which I've never really understood. Because Reese says she heard of that one. And I went, no, I, I don't. I've heard you need to say bread, but I don't do it. But I, every time I go work on the bike, next to the, where the race course is, there's a sign I've got to go under, unless I want to go on the grass, but it's just annoying. So I put my hand on my head every time oh, I stand there, itching me, itching me eyebrow. As long as you touch your head, you're fine. And I blew this kid's brain, he's coming back going, since when that be anything? The guy's like 28, and he's lived his whole life like right. that. Here's the thing, I want to play the, the really satisfying clip. Yeah. So, shout out to the Misfits. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I don't get superstitious people. Like, especially not even yourself. How can you only believe in some things and not everything? On magpies as well. Oh God. <laughs> One for sorrow, two for joy. But if you see a magpie just by itself, if you salute it, you're okay. Right. With one for sorrow, two for joy, three for girl, four for boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for secret. Never be told. A, a for some, it goes up to 15, I know that. It comes up to 15? Doesn't shit. i seen, te- it does. It Mate, I've only ever, ever heard about that gun over with fucking eight. No, no, I, I 100% get that. The second thing. So does that mean you saw three magpies constantly? No, I only well, see them a handful of times. No, but it, it, say you get two for joy, right? That joy could happen at any moment. It could be something small or big. It could happen at any moment. Up to the point of saying, like, another lot of magpies. Right. Do you understand how stupid you sound? No. <laughs> and the best bit is, I believe in God and you said I was fucking stupid for that. Ah, uh, that's fictional as fuck. Um, what? <laughs> uh, Les. Mate, you're, you're backwards. Proper backwards. I'm not, yours made up in a book. Yours was made up by a person. <laughs> One for sorrow, two for joy, three for girl, four for boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for secret, never be told, eight for wish, nine for kiss, ten for a bird you must not miss. So apparently, if you... Because I've seen ten the other day and I had to Google what the tenth one meant, like, ten for a bird you not miss. Like, what does that mean? Um, if you see ten, you get... Uh, like, you'll get all the previous nine. But that's just shit. It's just... Mate. It does go higher. How? How do you think like this? 
But yeah, if you see one magpie, you salute it. Right, but like, then you're gonna say like, if you step on a crack, you break your ass back. No, I don't believe in that. Why not? I used two years ago, but I don't know. Why not? Because my mum didn't break her back when I stepped on a crack. Mm. Unless my dad did it, well, then. No, I know exactly why. Because I bet you, you, one day when you were like four year old, your mum pissed you off and you were like jumping on that fucking crack for ages and nothing happened. Hmm. Probably, aye. I wonder what happened um, with the mag. Okay, so, tennis surprise. Eleven for health, twelve for wealth. Thirteen, beware the devil himself. Oh, so your own fucking thing that you said was, you know, fucking God sent, believes in the devil. Oh, the devil's real. Oh, hold on. Devil... Right, uh, well, thank you for listening nah, I'm to me. Punch got Oh, so it's different depending on where you're from. Shock. So Lancashire, Lancashire is that one. Lancashire. Yeah. Uh, it's just different versions depending on where you're from. Uh, denim. Oh, uh, uh, you know what? It's funny, right? At least like in the things that I believe, like it's worldwide. Yours isn't easy. So does that mean you don't like gay? Does that mean you don't like gays and stuff? You hate gays. Gays are abolished. Is that what you believe in then? You're looking a bit worried by that question, there, Joe. Do you not like gays? Homophobia, any of that? You don't like any of them? Death to the gays? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It was Adam and Eve, <laughs> not Adam and Steve, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking you bastard. I got you there, didn't I? No, whilst we're on the topic, I also hear Jews, Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> I hear everybody equally. That, that's a fair comment, isn't it? What, you hear everyone equally? You hear everybody equally. Mm. Who do you hear more? The, the, no. Um, no, no, who do you hear more? The gays or Solskjaer? No, I feel bad for Solskjaer. Mm. No. For everyone that doesn't realise, Solskjaer finally got out. Mate, like... He crashed his car. Like, uh, <laughs> he crashed his car, he's no longer at the wheel. Like, you know what the worst bit is? And now I was screaming for him to gun. But I felt awful when he did, you know. Because he's such a nice guy. Because he just started crying and that, and I was like, oh, holy. Mild Carrick's taking over. Interim, interim. Yeah, but who's your next manager, Joe? Apparently, he's a dance favourite. I, I don't think he wants it. I don't think he wants it. I, um, I, if I was a Dan, I, I, why would you want to go to Manchester United? Like, right now. Um, Rogers, the vast, you see what Rogers said? I didn't want him. Well, Roger says he went. I'm still Manchester City man. Sorry, Leicester City manager. Why would I leave? Yeah. Arguably, I'd say that Leicester are just as good as Man U. Yeah, yeah. So why would you want to go to another club that, like, oh, everyone yeah. loves Leicester? Why would you want to go to a club that's so hated at the minute? Yeah, and he used to uh, manage. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. So that's it's a big no-no for me. I don't want. Him? He's the man that brought in Suarez and Andy Carroll in the same transfer window, but leave Andy Carroll alone. But he brought in a yeah, he brought in a, he brought top in a, players, Suarez. He got lucky and he got Suarez because he also brought in Carroll. Yeah. Um, I quite like, um, how do you pronounce his bastard name? He's the Ajax manager currently. Yeah, I get what you mean. He's quite good. Um, yeah, apparently their record is 2.7 goals per match. Yeah, he, he plays good football. Um, 
I also my 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 number one like if we could like it would rival Klopp and Pep in my opinion. Come on then, Diego Simone. I don't think again. I, I can't see him in Manchester United. I really mate, can't. I'd love him, but I don't don't think we could. Because imagine, like he made a great he's made a great team in Atletico. He makes them really good defensively. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, be something we could do. He could. He might make Harry Maguire look like a footballer. Can I just say Harry Maguire needs the fucking kickboxer. He needs the armband taken off his shoulder. Armband off his shoulder. That's a fucking new one, right? Yeah, because he. Sure, it would be off his arm. Well, no, he's seen the way he stands. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he needs the armband taken off him. Who would you give it to? Anyone else? You can't. Um, You've got to pick one. Honestly, if I'd pick one. <sighs> Um, you could probably hide on Ronaldo, but then what's the point? Point is having a striker as captain. Yeah, I've never agreed with strikers being captain. Defensive midfield as centre halves, defend as normally. Hmm. McTominay, but it depends oh. on it depends on who's strong in the dressing room, like with Shone and talking and all the rest of it. Who's your goalkeeper? De Gea. Big Dave. Big Dave, who's been I think magnificent. For a few games now. He could, he could possibly be. I don't like the goalies as captains. Depends only, who they are, because the only reason I, I know exactly which one you're about to bring up. Um, I imagine. Bayern's. Oh no, yeah, I wasn't actually. No, I wasn't talking. No, yeah, uh, Con. Oh, he was. I was big loudmouth when he was bitch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say Petr Cech. Yeah. Who was really good, but the reason why he was really good is because he had John Terry in front of him. Who was also a loudmouth? You had Frank Lampard, who was also. So when you've got two people like that, you don't have that money with them in it. We haven't got a lot. Of you know, money. I love Van der Beek. Van der yes. Beek. The Bromont, and he scored, and then Solskjaer gets sucked. Big Donny. Big. Solskjaer gets sucked in the same goal, same game that Van der Beek scored. Man, it was an awful performance. Awful. Um, and it was like Van der Beek the only time he's when is when he found out Solskjaer got sacked because he's finally going to say some game time because I think Mel Carrick's not going to play Van der Beek not after the absolute abuse that Oli got for not playing him 100% got to play him Fred gets dropped Maguire gets on and taken off him Ooh. <laughs> Fred's a CDM and isn't a CDM he Ooh. can't even muscle out a pigeon that ran on the pitch you know what? Everyone takes the piss out of the air. Uh... Like, can't he at least put up a bit of fucking strength? Like, people take the piss out of McTominay and Fred, right? I don't mind McTominay. I don't, I don't think they're that bad. I don't think McTominay's that bad. But I don't think... Fred, Fred annoys me because he thinks he's can't eat, but he's not. He definitely <laughs> He's yeah. not in a million years. He's not even McAleary's shin pad. Like I, that. I can't blame them because they're probably the best two defensive midfielders we've got. Yeah. Because Donny's not a CDM, he's a, either box to box or you're going to have to play him as a 10. Mm-hmm. So, who do you put in? Matic. For the and hold. It, it, depends if you, it depends if you're trying to rebuild the team. Because, I mean, the first thing you'd go out and buy is a CDM. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who you'd get. I haven't got a clue who you'd get. I don't know. Pepe will come Manchester United only for the wage. Not all of them. Nah, fuck that. Some of them like it. 
Who, who, what player out there right now in the world do you think you could 100% get as a big man player? As a big name player? In. Yeah, come in. It, in like, you know 100% you could get them if you went and put a bid on them. I don't think you could find one. Because if, if Liverpool went up against you, or Man City went up against you, the competition would be there. No one would 100% want to be a Manchester United. Really? I don't think there's one. Name one. That isn't the next Man United player either. Okay, Harry Kane. I imagine if we went in for Harry Kane, he'd come. Why wouldn't he? I don't think he would. Why not? Because you've got Ronnie. You've got Ronaldo. I want to play two strikers from now on. I'd like to quite see how that one turns out. I think if Man United have played two strikers, you'd have to play a 4-1-2-1-2. If you want to talk about CDM. All right, yeah, so they're going to play the, uh, the diamond. And um, then you'd have... You'd probably have to swatch out between uh, Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez, and Pogba all the time, and because um, Pogba and Fernandez both on CDM players, even though you could probably play Pogba on CDM, but you wouldn't be happy about it. No, we could play him on left wing. On the left side. Depends if you how tight you're holding, how wing. It depends on what team you're playing against as well. I also think um, if we're, if we were gonna play, why not play a three back? Mm. You know who would smash your defence at the moment as well? Oh, here we go. Not at the moment, sorry. Of all time, it was probably Sergio Aguero. Just a switcher from Manchester United. We've got the other side of Manchester. Probably the saddest news come out of football in recent weeks. Ah. Sergio Aguero might be retiring due to having breathing issues or heart problems. It's all due with breathing in the heart and the lungs. He's having problems. (laughs) Yeah. They said apparently it's due to the... Um, people are making it conspiracy theories on oh it's the vaccine <laughs> I don't think no, it is man, no. like, let's, let's not do that yeah that's it's... what people are saying it's absolute fucking bollocks like absolute bollocks do you know what I reckon it is like mm. genuinely I reckon that he realised Messi left from this boss that team's awful and he did anything he could to get out <laughs> smoked his I'm first I'm dying I'm dying I can't play <laughs> smoked his first cigarette and that, <laughs> that was it he just sat home and bought a He went in the garage on the way home and bought a pouch of backy in. <laughs> rolled one up. <laughs> yeah, he won. Uh, but no, it must be fucking awful because he's just gotten to Barcelona. Like, just moved he's in. He's had five appearances, one goal. Which isn't the worst, I guess. Um, just sort of started to settle down and now it's it's all over. He's still getting paid. Yeah, but he won't get full money. Yeah. You pay on appearances, man. You'll, you'll get some. It depends on his contract. Yeah, but you won't. He may have some of his contract. Like, for the first 15 games, you get a normal wage, and then after that, it's based on appearance. Like, yeah. some people have different things in their contract. I guess. Fucking Usman Dembele's must be fucking outrageous. <laughs> Every time he comes back off getting injured, it's a new fucking team. <laughs> it actually is. Griezmann, Griezmann came, played three games with him, and then left. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mate, he's gonna. He'd probably walk into the dressing room and be like, Where's Leo? <laughs> you what? Who are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? He's like, just Depay and fucking anyone, all the newcomers. Walking down the steps, breaks his leg, <laughs> comes back. Oh no. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing he was actually a really talented player at Dortmund. Yeah, 
It's funny, I've actually got a video saved on my TikToks of um, how the transfer market worked with uh, Dembele and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's got, like, the transfer market. Um, and it's, like, to buy Griezmann and Dembele, it costs, like, 300 mil to put on, right? Yeah. Um, and then it had him go back. And it's, like, setting gold bars, but with their names on. Yeah. He picked up Neymar's, swapped it, got the money, went and bought Griezmann and Dembele. Put Griezmann in the machine for it at work at Barcelona. He dropped Dembele, it broke. <laughs> he paid again fixed. He then walked back to the machine, dropped it, got broke. Went back, the machine came back, broke. And then he's running, like, I went, screw it. And, and rubbed it up and hid it in the bin. And then it fixed itself, came back, did okay, then broke again. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> like, people have already made stuff like that. I've got it on my phone, yeah, it's brilliant. Like, you know what? You've got a feel for him. With, with the sense of like it was from Dembele but at the exact same time a player on the other side of that fucking El Clasico is having the same similar sort of problem with Eden Hazard mm. back to Premier League I, I don't know hopefully <laughs> I just don't know right let's switch it up a bit now after the football now because I think we went on for about a good 10-20 minutes there oh sorry uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Me and Joe, as we announced on the last podcast, went to Fight Night. Jack, uh, Jack, Joe's brother, uh, MMA fight, cage fighting. Um, more people definitely got knocked out in the car park than did uh, in the actual <laughs> place. Um, do you know how many fights happened that night outside? No, nah. I watched. I, I watched one. Um, and I stopped one in the toilets. Well, not really stopped, but. I was having a piss in this guy. These two guys were arguing because it was all bad when three fights had happened. The first three fights of the night had happened, and I went off for a wee. Fucking hell, what did I miss? I wasn't even pissed at this point. I went for a wee. <laughs> I came to the table and told us afterwards. Um, oh, I wasn't listening to you. The um, what happened was is one of the guys I lost was talking to one of the guys I had won, but like it was their mates. Alright, oh, right, yeah, yeah. So he went, he went, oh, my mate's just fucking lost, I'm fuming. And he went, oh, my mate's just won. He went, oh, really? He went, when did he fight? He went, oh, just now. He went, same. He went, so your mate, when did he? went, oh, yeah, he smashed that kid, didn't he? He went, who's my mate that lost you now? He went, oh, well, you need to tell him to get a train better. Like, he's been really cocky. And he went, oh, really? So the fucking started <laughs> pushing each other and squaring up and all the rest of it. But then two lads stood there. Who were washing their hands and like try to separate them, but I had been right like on me back. Yeah. So as I was pissing, I stuck my hand out. <laughs> like I'm standing there holding my dick with me le- with my right hand, and I'm putting my left arm out to like try and push them back as well. And then eventually I was like, st- like finished myself off. Stop pissing. Stop pissing. Zipped up, washed my hands, and then just went like like they had like four people each around them, like calm them down, and like one of them was kind of scored out, and I thought, oh yeah, that'll be it. And that's when I, I bet you any money there wasn't a punch thrown. Not a good one. Not in the toilets. <laughs> oh. So I went back to the table, told Jews, I went, because I went, this is getting exciting already through there. I went, there's better fights through there than there is in here. Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Just... I went to the bar afterwards. Aye, aye. To get a drink. You're round. I spoke. <laughs> to, I started speaking to one of the lads who was in the toilet calling his mate down. I went, oh, how's your mate now? And he went, oh, he's outside in the ambulance. I went, what do you mean? He went, I got knocked out. <laughs> they went outside. The kid knocked him out. Out of curiosity, which one got knocked out? 
two losses. Two losses. <laughs> two losses, and you had two lads out of both one. Um, he got knocked out, but he was like half a size kid. And he was like, I don't care how fucking big he is, I'll chin on me. Got knocked out, right? Remember, mm. I mean, the other kid wasn't that big. He you, wasn't. You've got to love fight night for that. Yeah. Because as soon as you watch anyone throw a punch, you're like, become an expert. Yeah. I've seen it far too many times. Yeah. We've got friends that are like it. They're like, oh, fucking do this, that. And I'm looking at them like, you've got fucking knee How hard it is in there. <laughs> 100%. But it's like, uh, so he knocked him out. Speaking in the middle bar, I was like, and his mate who knocked him out was standing behind him. And, oh, I, re- and I went, like, yeah, yeah, I went, so you knocked him out. He went, yeah, I went, what are you doing, Yash? And you'd be like, nicked. <laughs> <laughs> he, went, he went, no, no, he went, um, he went, he went, uh, I walked away. He says, I don't even know it's me. He says, they haven't seen anything. I went, oh, of course not. Turned around two seconds later. Please just walked away from me. <laughs> I literally got me drinks, turned around, just, Kid walked away. Well, the police walked away with him and away. And then that's when we had to wait like a five minute interval because the ambulance crew, because they've got to have two ambulances on site. Yeah. They had two outside. They do. One left. So that way another one to get back just in case they had to use another one in case like the next fight someone yeah, actually got yeah, hurt. Because you've got to have a lot of medics. Yeah, you've got to have medics next to the ring. You've got to have medics and another set of medics in the ground somewhere. I do remember one of the fights I was getting hurt. And I was like, get the fuck up, you pussy. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. So, on the night, right, Joe, <laughs> it was like two fights before Jack's fight, right? I, I, you know what? I also want to fucking point out, right, I broke my fucking foot in that fucking cage, and I carried on. break it, you fractured it. A part of my foot is missing. <laughs> I would say that's broken. Joe <laughs> didn't realise it's a fracture, though. <laughs> no, and I carried on. Anyways, it's not all about you. So, <laughs> some kid was in the cage. This is my fucking world, and you've got a living in it. Too. He got he, desloc- he dislocated his elbow and his shoulder. I think it was, wasn't it? I don't know. I didn't see it. Caesar told you. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. Caesar's a brilliant fighter who wins every fight. He's amazing, man. But yeah, when you went up to speak to Caesar, you came back and said he dislocated his elbow and his shoulder. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking gone. You were very, you were very gone <laughs> at this point. But Joe sat there, right? Because like 20 minutes had went by. And you turned around. <laughs> and like, I was thinking the same thing, but you've got the family of the bloke crying oh, in front of her, struggling to breathe. He's got four paramedics around him, putting air in the room, trying to put his shoulder back into place, trying to sew him out for 20 minutes. And Joe sits there, drunk, and goes, Oh, man, this is taking the piss, this. Oh, they're going to get him out the ring anytime soon. I want to go and yem. <laughs> your, your dad's I know, face. I know, your dad's so face. Annoyed. I think nobody realised I was just taking the piss. So, like, you said that. I looked at you and I thought, you insic, you, like, horrible prick. And your dad... My dad looked at his Your dad went... Picture. Your dad just went, Hey, how's so the family star right there? How's so some fucking, like, sensibility or something about yourself? What if that was Jack in your face? went... Oh, I went, I went to you, I went, Joe, I get your point, <laughs> but the family's standing right there, mate. You know what, why should I change my fucking opinion on anything, number one? I don't give a fuck. Because if I was two, Jack, it would be different. Two, I was only joking. <laughs> Three, why does my dad have the deepest voice in the fucking world? I don't know. <laughs> it's only dad fucking speaks. He was on the Pepsi all night. <laughs> Nah. Oh, no. oh, couldn't believe it. Couldn't keep up with the <laughs> I'm saying that like I'm a big drinker. I'm useless. 
I'm starting to drink too much whiskey and it just ruins me fucking time. Well, you had, you had, you had one glass of whiskey that night and you had a lot of drinks. But I, I think I drank more than because I was drinking two pints at a time, if you remember. No, you bought me one at the same time. Yeah, and yeah. And then every time after that, I bought two pints. I bought two pints every time. Ray, I'm so sorry. I didn't see this. And I'm not joking, because you kept standing there talking and going out and stuff with Jack and whoever for a cigar and stuff. I didn't smoke, so I was sitting there just drinking the whole time. But what I kept doing was, which was very clever, which I thought was very clever, every three to four pints I was having, I was going outside having a breath fresh air for five minutes. Because I didn't want to leave and hit, let the wind hit us. He tricked me. He seduced me into thinking that he was sober. <laughs> I spent about 45 to 50 quid that night on me cell. Fucking hell, man. I think it was like 450 a pint as well uh, for me. Oh, I was fucking... I went home with a load changed me wallet. I know I'll, that much. See how much I spent. I'm not going to be happy about this. I paid all cash. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I paid all card. I paid um, all cash, though. So. I don't think I spent a lot. Mm-hmm. But I probably did spend a bit. If I spent under 100 quid, I'd be over the moon, but I'm not, I'm well, I didn't. <laughs> no. Mm. Well, your first round was 40 quid, if you remember. You got me and I'm... I was fucking wounded. You got me... <laughs> Joe came back to the table, right? Wait. Don't ask. He got himself a Guinness. I got an Amstel. Yeah, you got Foster's for Latma. You got a dog for Tomati. You got a single pink gin lemonade for Jack's girlfriend. And you got a Pepsi for your dad. And we went, how much was that? And we all took guesses. We're like 25 oh, quid, 30 quid. And you went, uh, and then you went, higher. And I went, oh, hold on, hold on. I went 35 and I was the highest. I went, 40. And you went, boot that. Boot 42 quid or something. I was like, 42 quid for four pints, a single gin and a Pepsi. You know what? I've just looked. I actually spent under 100 quid. Did you? Yeah, I spent, I went, all right. So here's exactly what I bought. Right, so I can, I can tell everybody. So the, I only bought one round <laughs> in the event. That's right, because Mike got you one. Uh, Latma got you one. You got his one. I got you one. Den got his one. Yeah. Then got your brown ale as well, you remember? No, you went to get your brown ale, but they ran out. Aye, aye. They ran out by the, like, the f- seventh fight yeah. of brown ale. Like, how And then, so I spent 40 there. And I spent £40 in the Black Bull. I just spent 40 in the Black Bull. Everyone was showed up on last orders. No, no, it was the whole thing. Oh, right, so when we're first, because we all yeah, met yeah, the yeah, bull yeah, beforehand. Right, so got I you. didn't even spend 80 because you all... Give us money. Yeah. Well, I paid for the taxi. Yeah, I probably spent like 60 quid. I paid for the taxi. Ray went, me went. I bet that taxi was expensive. Went. If funny enough, it was like 15 quid, not even that. Fuck it. Me, I probably spent 60 quid and got shit faced. The big happy didn't go to town. I don't think I could. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, for the main part, <laughs> main part of the reason why we were there is Jack's fight. Yes, yes. Big bro. Jack walking in the fight. Undefeated. Walked out of the fight. Defeated. Well, let's not do it like that. You know, we still like the kid and he's still a fucking hero. Didn't worry. Um, the kid was just much bigger than him. You, and you know what? I did say this to him. I said this will be the first guy you fight that's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. But you should be alright because you fight me all the time. And I'm, what, like three inches bigger than him. A lot heavier than him, like fat-wise. Um, I thought he'd do alright. 
He did all the cardio in the world. Good Jack, but... Uh, I've already said it. I think he shredded down too much. Um, because his legs looked a bit skinnier. It like I I don't think I'm, I'm I think if you're gonna find a he- <laughs> I think if you're gonna find a heavier weight division, which he had to, you want to be heavy. I think, I think he, he shredded down too much. What did he go down to? It was like he was not. He was the same as you. I know that when you did your fight. fight uh, Seventeen stone seven, one hundred ten kilograms. Yeah. Which. Isn't that bad? The other kid was 113, I think it was. Which you can sort of... That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. When I fought at 110, I was fighting someone at 130. Like, that wasn't a fair fight. His was quite close. It's just Jack is a lot shorter than like he was, because he's yeah. my size. Um, I think that guy was a very good striker as well, though. Yeah, he does boxing for He's a brilliant, fun, brilliant striker. So I tell Jack, you've just got to hold him. got to fucking grapple him. Take one on the chin. It was a... Um, no offence, Jack. I know you're listening to this. It was, it was sad for you. Yeah, Should have seen Joe's devastated. face after. Joe put his head in his hand and everything I mean, afterwards. I was devastated for you. Um, like, because I know what it's like. I know what losing feels like. And you know what? You do win some, you lose some. I feel fucking sorry for the next kid that gets Jack. Like, genuinely. Me and him are both fighting in March now. I've decided. Okay. I'm going to get fucking... You're going to actually get a win? um, Fuck you. You're going to get a win this time, Joe? Ah, You're going to step in with us. I'm going to kick the fuck (laughs) out of you. Are you going to get a win, Joe? Yes, man. There is no fucking question. I will not accept fucking a loss. I will not go down in a pile of fucking shit like I do every time I get hit in the bars. We are going to do real fucking training, real man shit. I hope. (laughs) But, uh, yeah... I'm starting... March? March Madness, baby. All right. Yeah. It's, I don't have a lot of time to cut weight, but... I'm not even thinking that. I'm thinking Ben's due in Feb. I hope it's early Feb. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I, I want... I would love everybody there. I've already talked about it. Uh, loads of people already want tickets. I was like, I haven't even started the training yet. You know, I just say I'm always first to get tickets as I've been to every fight so far. And if I don't get a ticket, I'm going to be pissed. Well, we'll see, see if you'll be good. <laughs> be good! I've been to every fight so far and I've supported the payers every time. Right, but here's the thing. What if someone was going that... Oh, uh, I'm not... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. Is that you talking about Slaggy Two Shoes? Well, that's getting cut. That's not getting cut. Are you talking about slaggy two shoes? <laughs> this bit might get cut. I'm what? taking it, yes. I don't know where this bit might get cut. Sorry, how to pull the podcast out. <laughs> Joe's winding us up. <laughs> <laughs> of course you get first dibs, mate. Of course you do. But we're going to have two tables anyway. Yeah, that's true. We've got one, one for Jack, one, one for, for you. Jack, one for me. Um, the only thing is they are raising the prices up. Yeah, 45 quid. 45 quid a hit. And I was like, shit, that's expensive. Because like, if I got me and Ree, say if Ree wanted to go, that's, that's 90 quid. quid. That's a lot of money. Just to go watch with. Then you want to buy the drinks in there. It's, it's Average a price in there is like a, like 6 quid for a drink. Like yeah. If you're talking about your spirits and your log, hasn't that? It's about 6 quid on average. And you're even getting a real fucking glass. It does my tits. Yeah, plastic cup. Um... Yeah, it's it's an expensive night out. That's well, why you hope like that's why you hope that 
like for your money wise for if you're paying for seating which we we always do yeah. you want to be there like mid to last yeah you want to be there for a little while and the other thing is I would have loved actual table service we nearly we did we did we get the one, option no we, we one no we did one have no Joe Joe we had loads of people come over and like the, you've got to ask them they don't ask you some of the lasses were asking, but then like you'd have a lot of the lads and some of the other lasses that would walk past and be like, just yeah. walk past with a notepad and pen. Yeah, you I had to grab them. Yeah, I can't blame them, don't worry. I didn't, um, I couldn't be asked because because since I was paying cash, you've got to give them cash. They go get your drinks. They come back. And half time, I realised they weren't even bringing back the change. They were going back for the change to come back again. It was just, it was easier for me, since I was buying my own drinks, to go to the bar and get me on, and then come back. That's what I was doing. Um, and plus, I know how much it is when the t- when the show on the till, because I'm looking at the till, make sure they're not ripping us off. Mm. They're putting it on, and they're giving us the right money back. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, Jack lost by TQ, by the way, for everyone. That, but, but, um, it was TQ. I didn't, let's not call it a TQ, no. It was? So I got announced as? No, no, my brother did not get knocked out. He didn't actually get knocked out. <laughs> It was a it was a clear knockdown. The ref stopped it, but it, the announcer said TKO, and it got announced on the Ultra MMA as TKO. No, Jack, I'm trying to save you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, trying. I'm going for it. It was officially announced. Okay. I would have said it was a no contest myself because Jack just stopped defending. Yeah, that was that was the problem for me. Um, but it's all right. We'll work on this together, Jack. We'll get you fucking. Try and get Joe W. And we'll try and make you bounce back. Uh, Jack will bounce back. I believe yeah, enough in Jack. Totally. You, yes. I'm on the border. Um, <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is when he trained with me, he was fantastic. Yeah, can I just see? Anyone that's kind of listened to the podcast previous, they, all you got is Joe going, well, he's trained me, so he's ready for it. You know, he's used to finding the big old man. He's got to be class. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to smash them both. He should have been. Joe's a shit trainer. I don't train with Joe. He didn't train with us this time, man. So he kept fucking banging on about in the previous no, podcast. The last times he did it with me, man. No, and I've seen in the previous podcast. Me, this shit's recorded. He did do wrestling with me. <laughs> he did it ages ago. I know it's recorded, by the way. I know what I said. <laughs> right? He should have been great. Insert clip here. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, I'm going to stop doing these fucking podcasts, because honest to God. <laughs> anyway. So, he does do, he has done wrestling with us. He's done it before. He knows what he's doing. He just lost all memory of that, obviously, when he walked into that cage. Um, He hasn't trained with me this time. He trained with his last. Did all the cardio and cutting weight. and Lars Shaggin. <laughs> what it sounds hey, like. I've been telling you. <laughs> That's probably it then. Yeah. It's got no bill of testosterone. T- t- testosterone. Testosterone, that's and it. all that taurine he needed. Yeah. No man have sex before fights. Do you know Tyson Fury just doesn't believe that? Yeah, I know. He's like, it, it gets to a certain point, you just, you just want to have sex. So. <laughs> I was like, you know what, that's fair fox, lad. Hi, <laughs> fair fox enough. Aye. Right, anyways. Sorry, Jack, on your fight. Sorry it happened. Uh, but we'll get him next time. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you a fucking time. champion once again. Now, 
The next thing I wanted a little talk about mm-hmm. is a... Uh, the segues that we have on here for... Oh, they're so announceable. <laughs> is a... Uh, music. Love playing music. Okay. Love playing music. Uh, Joe, from yeah. top of your head. Okay. Who is the best lyricist? Oh. Like you want storyteller, you want all that sort of like. You gotta have a little bit of flow with it, otherwise it's awful. Um, good. I, I don't want to say who's the best. I can say good ones. See, for me, it's the difference between lyricist and storyteller. No, because your lyrics have to hit for the story. Hundred percent. Do you want me to give you a couple of options? No. I'll, okay. Fair. I'll give you a couple of options. Eminem. Great storyteller, great lyricist. J. Cole. Great storyteller, great lyricist. Slick Rick. I'm not too up to date. Very sorry. He sometimes gets put down as the best storyteller yeah, of all I, time. I know, I know he does, but I don't listen. Um, Kendrick. Again, don't listen to Kendrick. I'm not a big kid off him. That's the voice, man. And the only song I've heard by him. Oh, no, there's two songs I've heard by him. Humble. I fucking hate it. I'm like it's overplayed and every white girl bangs it out like it's like they're all. You know why? Because the one lyrics where it says, "I'm so sick and tired of the Photoshop." Yeah. yeah. So show me something natural, like ass with some stretch marks. Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah, fuck that. I don't. I, <laughs> that's stupid. If, no, I hate the fucking song. Um, and it's uh, New Kid Mad City. Yeah. I've listened to a bit of that. Full album, good album. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Uh, uh, swimming pools is top, swimming pool. top top tier. Mm, good, good song. Yeah, but uh, I'll give you some of our people. Yeah, yeah. Um, because to be honest, I didn't even think I'd have to go past them for when it comes to like storyteller or lyricists. Um, you know what's funny? I got put one towards us the other day, and I was like, they're not a lyricist, and they're not even a storyteller, because six it, nine. No, <laughs> it's proven that they didn't write a lot of their own rhymes. They used a lot of ghostwriters. And that is easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, easy. He never... So it was Cube? It, well, no, it depends on what part you're talking about. Yeah, um, if you're talking about the uh, Easy Does It album. Oh, right, yeah. He had Cube, he had Ren. Um, it was Cube and Ren for, like, most of it. Um, he had someone else in there yeah. as well. Yeah. No, Yellow didn't write any rooms. I would imagine that they all wrote something. Yella never any rhymes, he never even rapped. He was even you won't hear Yella's voice on anything. Apart from I think it was like one single the release where he said like three words. But that was to say the words he didn't rap. He doesn't rap. Um But like Dre raps, because he rapped when like um when before NWA, um I forgot what that group was called. Uh Oh, for the group. Oh, right, pretty. so the power of Google here. Um, yeah, Dre is fucking great. The only problem I've got is his chronic albums all about fucking smoking weed, and I'm not a big fan. Sorry, sorry, my stoners. Um, the other thing, I said not a big fan before. World class wrecking crew. Oh, the world class wrecking crew. World yeah. class wrecking crew. When it was DJ Yella and Dre and a couple of us, because um, the people jumped in know that group yeah. at that time. Um, until finally Dre and Yella left to join NWA and make NWA with AZ, Ice Cube and Ren. Um, like, Dre did all the rapping 
when it comes to this, when it came to their songs. Um, okay, I, I, you got some alright ones there, huh? like some good storytellers. Any uh, from the east side? Because you've known <sighs> quite a lot of west side ones, is all I'm thinking. Yeah, because the for me they are the better storytellers for me. But if I had named some from the east, uh, you could. Uh, you got Nas. Yeah, Nas. Jay Z. Yeah, very good one. Uh, you got well, Biggie. Nah, not a good storyteller. Great rhythmic flow and some of his lyrics are. I think good. a song on Hypnotize that was a storyteller. Really? It was a nice. No, I don't think it's that good. All right, it, I'm not saying it was great or anything. I'm just saying it is yeah, a storyteller yeah. song, and it's it's arguably his biggest song as well. That's why I'm saying it. Okay. Um, I like your habit, but I wouldn't have put him in. I'd have put like Kanye though. Yeah. Kanye's really good. Um, I'd have put like Rizza, Jizza, Ghostface Killer. Um, who else we got? ODB was never one. But like most of the Wu Tang is really good at it. Yeah. Um, Method Man. Yeah, Method Man's really good. Shout out. <laughs> um, but I think like also going back to the West Coast, uh, you've got. <laughs> Scott's a bigger fan of the West Coast. I am. I am. Um, I'm uh, you've sorry. got Dresta. Uh, you've got his brother, um, BG Knockout. Um, do you know who are them two rappers are? They won the uh, al- they won the single that uh, Easy released dissing uh, Drake in Snoop Dogg and I think. Ah, no. Motherfuck Drake, motherfuck Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Here comes my left bro. Like, oh, they won yeah. there. They were the ones that also wrote the lyrics. Uh, like, Dre Star uh, wrote the lyrics for Easy on that. So, like, in the Leah albums, as easy got, like, bit, like, towards, like, his issue when he ended up, unfortunately, dying of AIDS, um, due to foul play, I believe. Well, not, well, next week. Next week? <laughs> next week? Um, due to that, like, Dre Star wrote a lot of the lyrics when it came out, so BG Knockout, like, they were all part of that. I tell you what, anyone out there, I recommend listening to any interview by BG Knockout. He is so fucking good in what he does and how he talks and... It, when he gets asked about any question, he knows a good answer. Like he knows how yeah. to speak. Um, True gangster as well. I, no, I know it. It sounds daft, right? Because I'm very much into like nineties rapping, and it's this, that, and the other. I have a really small problem in the sense of I fucking love Tyler the Creator. <laughs> I don't. Oh, he's mint, man. Nah, X is a good uh, lyricist. I know every song's like a ringtone because it's only two minutes long, but... Yeah, okay, okay. They're all a bit depressing. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know Excess, it, it, Excess and Tassion. Ed, DLC. Um, um, fucking hell, Andre, 3000. Mm-hmm. Buster hey, Rhymes. Buster's good. Fuck, right. So you wanted me to pick one. One. And we've done a fucking list of 50. Yeah. Pick one. That's the best storyteller. And give you options of songs to jog your memory for a lot of No, 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 I, I don't need... I, you're asking for one yeah. in a field where there's loads. But there might be that one um, song where you're like, that song beats out all the rest of them artists on their songs that are good storytellers or whatever. Because, like, where Eminem, you got Stan, which is arguably one of the best fucking storytelling songs of all time. It's literally about a deluded fan. And we use it now as just... For everything, like I stand that. Um, exactly. So, so you could argue that. I can totally see the argument in it. 
I would argue fucking Homecoming by Kanye West, which is fan fucking fantastic. One of my favourite songs. Um you know, he tells them a story about how he met the girl. Mm-hmm. But like J. Cole's Wet Dreams. Yep, that was one of my options, yeah. Like I can't Anyone really hasn't heard that banging. I can't really think of anything but that. And you know what the stupid thing is? I didn't like it was Darren that made us listen. What about uh, Ice Cubes It Was a Good Day? That album's incredible, I'm proud of that. Um but it was a good day just talking about like yeah it's fantastic everything that's wrong in Compton or the hood or whatever and it just not happening like yeah. getting pulled up on the side of the road by the police they like, drove straight past like, like yeah am I making it a bit hard for you there Joe you know what if I the way I'm going to look at this is which song would you want to listen to six times in a row the only way I can do this now. Okay. Right. Um, I'm. I'm gonna have to go with wet dreams. Jacob. Wet dreams. Jacob. It makes you think, cause it. For anyone that doesn't oh, understand, so. So good. Man. So wet dreams, right? When it comes to wet dreams, for anyone that hasn't heard the song, it's literally about being in high school. And seeing the girl you fancy, and not being able to get her off your mind, cause you're just thinking about effing from her looks. To just the way she is speaking to her in everyone's like dream memory of high school going the girl you like saying want to come over on the weekend flirting with yeah. do you want to come over and then the whole thing's like this is my first time i'm lying to her i'm saying i'm the best at sex when i'm not because i've never done it before and then it comes right at the end where she's like i've never done this before it's, oh it's so good man Mate, I just you know what, it's the first like line is so good as well. Like just to to start everything off, let me take you out back, man. As let I me take so you well. <laughs> oh, you know, ain't like that first time she was in my math class. <laughs> Mate, it's so good. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, come on, got it. That's it. That that's my answer, Scott. You're not changing my answer. That's it for for a million pounds. That's what I'm putting it on. Better understand. If anyone that, oh. that is stupid enough to never have heard Stan from Eminem, it's literally about a psychopath of a, a fan. With Dido. Dido. Is that Dido? It's pronounced Dido. Dido. Right, sorry, I didn't think. Oh, wait, Joe, I didn't think it was that funny. Look at him. Just fucking threw us off. <laughs> I thought you were going to say dildo. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, we're here. And then they did a version with Elton John as well. Oh, the Elton John one's so good. That was the stand up against um, anyone saying that basically that M was a, a homophobic. A homophobic. Yeah. Because he used to say like, gay shit in his lyrics and stuff. Like, and yeah, he used to. He thought it was just absolute nonsense. Yeah. So. Do you know what uh, um, he said? Um, like, Alan John announced this on the uh, Graham Norton show. I know exactly where this is going. What, yeah. he, what he got for him. Yeah. He got him a, a diamond encrusted cock ring. Yeah. For uh, his, uh, for Alan John and his partner David's uh, civil partnership. Mate, that's weird. Just say marriage. <laughs> that's what it was though. Like, yeah, I know, but like, they're a married couple. They are. I, I, I don't like the fact So you're saying that... Oh man, I'm not against gays. 
I'm not against anybody. No, but I, no, no. But I was saying like, so J Cole, that that song is. Oh yeah, <laughs> we want to the fucking topic. So J Cole, you're you're saying that that oh, is cool. the best lyric, like storyteller lyricist song of all time. You don't look very confident, Joe. Mate, I I'm, think I think you're sticking too loyal to J Cole because you love mate, him so I look, much. I look cool, I do. Yeah. Um, it's hard to just nail it down to one. Mm-hmm. If you want to like be like right. Here's a list. You're allowed ten slots. That song goes on that slot, but it might not be number one. I tell you what, well, like I... in no particular order, you could easily do ten songs. I tell you what, I've just typed in uh, top storytellers in rap, right? Okay. So, this and it's came up with uh, the best storytelling rap songs. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Uh, oh, I've got to scroll all the way down. Starts from 50. Mate, Joey Badass is good at it as well. So, number one is Slick Rick. I don't, I don't with know. With Children's Story. I don't really know him that well, so that's not, I can't really talk uh, about I don't want to play the song just in case. Copyright, but Slick Rick, Children's Story. I'll, uh, do you know, right, so I've just showed Joe the Slick Rick uh, children's story song, right? Do you know, Joe, you know when was the first time I heard that one? Owen. It's on San Andreas. It probably is. Um, so that's number one. Apparently number two is Wu-Tang Clan Impossible. Um, I just thought one, actually. Um, a mole technique, Dance with the Devil. I know I've mentioned it a couple of times yeah, on the yeah. podcast. But that's literally about... A guy wanted a kid wanted to live the high life as a big drug dealer yeah, yeah, yeah. and end up well raping his mother and jumping off a building. Yeah. Like it's such a plot twist and I think oh, um, Notorious B. I. G. I got it I got a story to tell. I've got a really good one that won't be on that list because it's technically not rap. Was it? But it kinda is. Mm. So it's Bugsy Malone mm. with um by the gun. It mm. is fantastic. So, big shout out. Uh, Eminem, Stan. Uh, number five on here is Public Enemy, Black Steel and the Hour of Chaos. Okay. Uh, yeah. And the rest of them is like iced tea and stuff like that. So, you don't get a lot of storytellers now. You don't because I'm not seeing the same stuff. B.A.G.'s got two in the top ten though. Man, nah, and it's there's one that's uh, number 10 I can't say the first word it's the M word and it says N word bleed I've never heard of it to be honest with you I'm not a big Big East fan no because all he talks about is bloody gangster shit and fucking women that's it yeah but I loved it because when I watched his documentary his mother said he, he was, was a poet was he, he really? He was n- no. She went. She went. So when he made the rhymes of saying eh, we had nothing at Christmas, we had nothing on the table, like I struggled and everything. Like that, she went. He always had food on his stomach. You don't get that big by <laughs> not. She was. Yeah, she literally yeah. ride him out. She was like. She's like. You don't get that big by not having food on the table. She went. I made sure. Maybe she was just saying it so she didn't look like a bad mother or anything. Nah, I know, nah. Yeah. But but like she was like, you don't get that big right, by. So- it's like me Doing turning that. around and being like, yeah, my mother told feeders. Yeah. You don't get 22 fucking stone by not getting fed. I don't know how big he, big, uh, I don't know, sorry. I don't know how big, big he was. Like, weight-wise? 
I'm sure oh, it's... he was fucking heavy, man. He was. Well, I know someone that just did an interview with DJ Flat says when they picked him up out of the car to take him to the hospital, they said that was a lot of dead weight, and I took five of them. Yeah. And you're talking his security. Yeah, but you also got to think, right? Like, imagine I die tomorrow, right? And you fuckers are going to carry my coffin, put us in the green. Jesus room. Christ. Like, 395 pounds. Fucking hell, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's when he died. So he was 397. 385 pounds when he died. So just for our imperial measure measurists to stones that would be 28 stone when he was as fucking hell I'm not even that much skinnier than the bastard when he was as heavy yeah he stayed about anywhere between 300 and 380 pounds but like while his whole rap career was going he stayed between that weight how tall was he 6'2 Man, if I was two inches shorter, I'd look like Biggie Smalls. Apparently so. I didn't know about looking like him. Because <laughs> 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 you can't eat white, Joe. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Joe's so white, he turns red. <laughs> That's how white he is. I, I'm that white that I can't go out in the sun for too long. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Like 15 minutes in the sun, I'm normally burnt. Yeah, so... Yeah. I'm white and ginger, but the size of Biggie Smalls. So apparently to most rap enthusiasts that say it's like Rake, you're saying J. Cole. Me personally, I'm saying M. Look. I think M is the best storyteller lyricist at the level will be it. You could have a list of ten, right? M and M's definitely gonna be on it. Yeah. Cole will be in the list somewhere. Mm. He will so be just for that one song being as good as it is. Um, I, Love Yours. I think his song Love Yours as well. Uh, or No Road Models No Road Models arguably as big a song as it's still from when it got released it's still in Spotify's top 100 now oh shit really yeah it's as lo- it's the longest running to not drop out of the top 100 and then go back in it's the longest running in the top 100 I think I, well that's in the US as well yeah that's just in the US but even so like mate I, it, that's a banging that's banging as well um I thought of one that we hadn't said, and yes, you could argue against us, but Who? there is one song that sort of changes that opinion. Um, Will Smith. Yeah. Now, this is a story all about how, and everybody, and I mean everybody, did he write every it though? Word. Hmm? Did he write it? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Oh, mate, Will Smith writes his own stuff. I heard as it is. Freestyle he did the other week. Which one? Uh, he did one. Um, basically, like talking about his life right now, saying other rap has got nothing on me. I'm jumping back on the mic after ten years, and this is what I'm going to do for you. And he just, years, I swear, you're just he, a he goes like people, like people are banging on about me marriage and stuff. But he says, yeah, the na- divorce rumors and mind yeah. your damn business. Oh yeah. mate, that rap is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was dope. When he started like actually gunning for people you are like yeah yeah Will Smith was actually a rapper back in the day (laughs) I love Google so I'm just taking did Will Smith (laughs) right oh no did Will Smith have a dad I fucking hope so did Will Smith turn down the matrix yeah 
Yes, he did. Did Will Smith grow up poor? Did Will Smith's dad leave him? Oh my God. Did Will Smith write the first Prince of Bel-Air? Mate, he was stuff, man. It's Will fucking Smith. Rap. Yeah, a few songs. Uh, music for the song was written by Juicy Jones, who also served as TV exclusive producer. Lyrics were compromised by Will Smith performing under his stage name, The Fresh Prince. The song was produced by DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes, it was, Will. Songwriters is Will Smith and Quincy Jones. He wasn't the only one. Right. I said he wrote it. I didn't say he wrote it by himself. Aye. No. Quincy Jones. I don't. If we're doing that, then you can't count like Kendrick in this list. You wouldn't be able to count Eminem. The only person that ever does anything by himself is cool. You're saying Eminem doesn't raise on shit. Not, not all of it. Stan, he did. Mate, the song I was mentioning was look, Stan, though. Okay, okay, we're, we're going to have to play this game. Of song writers credits on Stan. That's all you got to do is look for the song writers credits. Uh, well, to start with, fucking Dido gets one. Hmm? Dido gets a bloody mention of the songwriter's credits. She's a daft kid. She probably came up with a theme, like the, the the chorus. So the songwriters on Stan, Marshall Mathers, Dido Armstrong, Paul, Paul Herman. Right, now that's out the fucking picture. <laughs> the only person I've ever known to do like an album by themselves is J. Cole. The J. Cole. Oh, this is going to be fun. I just need, you know, just yeah. to save it. Right, uh, what was the song again? I said, um, What Dreams? Right, What Dreams. Roy C. Song and J. Cole. Um, Song writers J. Cole, C. Simmons, and Noel Hammond. Shit, I, Jermaine. Okay. Who <laughs> was the other one was it? Um, Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick's got loads, man. I know. But, um, King Kuda. Okay. It's so literally about making it out of the hood. And... So we've now got to try and find one that doesn't have anybody else as a song credit either. At this point, I'm telling is there any actual rapper actually written their own songs? <laughs> you see what I mean? It's hard to do. Eminem probably had a ghostwriter for several of our artists as well. Uh, for example, his verse on Don't Forget Dre was written by Eminem himself. Yeah, Dre's bit. Yeah, yeah I knew that. Uh Just keeps coming up with seeing the fact that like other rappers like Jay Z and M and stuff, right? The, for other artists. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube, he writes his own stuff. I guarantee he writes his own stuff. Yeah, yeah, we can check Ice Cube. So I'm currently looking through all credits on one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm looking for songwriter. There's lots of like composers and doing instrumental stuff mm-hmm. 
there is only one songwriter. Today was a good day. Songwriters, O'Shea Jackson. Ice yeah, cube. He wrote his own. Of course he did. Okay, so I just checked 2014 Forest Hill Drives. Mm-hmm. Only songwriter on the entire album, J. Cole. That's why he's Mr. Platinum with no features. So, um, I'm I'm going to... Cube's in the same boat, though. Yeah, yeah, Cube's in the same boat, so, you know... I knew that would be a thing, though, because Cube never... Cube always did his own stuff. For this one and only time, Cube, we're going to give it to you. I'll, I'll, Cube, your number one. Cube one? <laughs> Cube one. I like to live with that. Wow. We didn't even have him in top five for a while there. I know. <laughs> Cube one. If you're going to write your own lyrics, though, you're going to be in there, aren't yeah, you? you got to win. you got to win. Well, then, nice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> As if he listens. <laughs> I know. Right. Oh, fucking hell, man. Oh, got anything else? Oh, yes. I've got two things. <laughs> I got two I was things. about to say there's one definite one I want to talk Yeah, about. we got one definite one, but then one of our. Uh, so, unfortunately this week, the world lost a brilliant young man who came up with a brilliant meme. You got cheese I can eat. <laughs> uh, Antoine Lee Fowler. Fowler, sorry. Scott can't read. Uh, the viral Instagram off. kid known for its famous internet phrase, you got cheese I can eat. It's been confirmed dead. Antoine went viral two years ago after his mother, Christina Black. That's B-L-A-Q. Uh, Post a video of him and making funny comments. The video made incredibly viral and was live recorded video on Instagram where his mother read out a comment about him spending all her, his mother's money on food and he responds by saying... You got cheese I can eat. It basically went viral, and unfortunately, uh, the kid is. Uh, he was. Well, he would have been four at the time, and uh, at the age so of six, six he sa- sadly passed away. So the internet has lost another. Child uh, star went wrong. Not, not went wrong. <laughs> wrong way to say that, Joe. <laughs> it did go wrong in the end. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Uh, child star, he, but he's not really a child star because he wasn't on Disney or anything like that. But he, 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 it was a funny meme. I loved the first time I seen it. I'd never seen it until Scott showed us. Not yeah. even a lie. Really? Really. Oh, Joe, it's sad that. I think it's more sad the fact he died, mate. No, I know. Fair enough, I. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace to him. Because I think any person now. Bring smile on the faces to so many different people on just a simple thing of you got cheese I can eat after his mom saying that you eat all my money up. <laughs> Joe's a young Ben. Um, right now, I think I've realised like the past couple of weeks, I can't see you anymore, mate. It's too dark in this room now. <laughs> I can see you perfectly fine. I can't. Yeah, I've got a torch on my face. I've got lights on my face. Like, I can't see you. Hello. There we go. Yeah, because it's getting dark, I know. <laughs> Filming this. It's quarter past four and I couldn't see you in your own bedroom, mate. All I could see was a light ring around the back okay. of your microphone. Okay, I just wanted to get set the mood right for after this as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways. I'm feeling really trying, baby. <laughs> trying to hold back this feeling for so long. <laughs> okay, Joe. Anyways. 
I've realised past couple of weeks that we've been doing a lot of like, like we had stories that have been came, coming in the news. Yeah, I really like them. They're really funny. Yeah, do you like this one that I found? Oh, right. <laughs> and I'm actually asking you a question because it's like because this is how it's getting pronounced. Did a 480 pound woman named Annabelle Gaston Gaston <laughs> accidentally kill her husband during sex? Are you ready for how the newspaper has announced this? A piece of fat prolific fiction. <laughs> <laughs> or, orientated from a website that labels itself theatrical, right? right. A four hundred eighty pound woman named Animal Gaston was arrested on suspicion of manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, basically meaning she's committed a murder, but non-intentionally, non-intentionally causing a human death. Right. So. And what happened is her husband got suffocated during sex. Okay. Apparently. This, oh my god. What? Just. Apparently. Just damn it. <laughs> in order 2019, a satire website called World News Daily reported and published fictitious articles about a 480 pound woman. Annabelle Gaston, who was charged with involuntary manslaughter after she accidentally suffocated her husband, Ivan Gaston, during sex. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Apparently he did it by performing oral sex on her. Oh, me, I love this. So basically he was eating her out and... He was in out and he suffocated to death. Oh my god! An Ohio woman has been sentenced to involuntary manslaughter after her spouse was found dead minutes after he performed oral sex on her. Uh, you know what? I'm going to ask the question. He had cardiac arrest while apparently suffocated to death. Right. So, was he on the bottom to get suffocated? Or how fat was this woman? 480 pounds. Right. What's sandstone? I would do, uh, it's like 35 that's big show size it's it's huge it's like I mean all women are beautiful um, <laughs> 480 pounds uh, to stone is I said like 35 didn't I it is fucking hell 34.2 Fuck me, man. Scott, that's me and your last together. What is it? 34 stones. It's me and your missus put together. Uh, your missus is seven months pregnant. <laughs> me and he were nice suffocated. So, yeah, like, was he on his back and she was on top of him? Because that makes sense. You get suffocated. No, no, I didn't see. If she's on her back and you're going, dude, what the fuck happened? Like, just come up for air, man. Joe, I don't think you heard any of the article I've just explained. You got the main part. I wonder how many times in the audience are going to get this. I said the word fictitious three times. It's fiction, Joe. 
It's a lie. Why would you ruin this? Why would you ruin this for me? I said it's a fiction. It's fictitious. I know this sounds awful. Right? Oh, you got dyslexia. <laughs> Do you How understand? Does that affect me hearing? <laughs> no, but like understanding what that word means, maybe. I know what it meant. All oh, right. I just didn't click on. No, I just don't listen to you when you speak. <laughs> I've this great thing. Yeah, four hundred eighty pound woman in oral numbers. sex. I heard the numbers in oral sex. I'm very sorry. There's key words that you pick up, right? Oral sex is definitely one of them. <laughs> oh man, I'm good now. Man, that would have been the greatest way ever to die, though. Knock on down on the foot. Mate, no, no, in general, though. No, because I... No, 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 in general, the best way to die would be... Oral sex? Suffocation from oral sex. I'm fine with that. If that's how I go, I'll be... Just to finish off podcast, I'm going to leave that on a fact, and I'm going to Google it. How many people... (laughs) Have died from oral sex? That's an amazing idea. From... Mate, either that or a threesome. That, that's that's the two. Oh, sex. Uh, has anyone ever died during sex? Of course, I've. Oh, of course, someone's died during sex, but like oral sex would be top tier. Can you have too much sex to make you sick? Fuck in hell. I'm scared for the world. Death can occur during casual sex for a number of reasons, generally causing the physical strain and activity because in, because of the unusual. Exhaustion circumstances. Um, so what I'm hearing is you need to have sex more often. No, but if you so have sex too much, it can cause an issue as well. Death during what? sex. What is wrong with you? I just helped you out, and you what? were like, I helped every single man out. I was the greatest wingman of all time. Have there. sex more often. You should have sex more often. Imagine mm. if, like, for instance, somebody's missus listens to this, and then she goes, "Oh, for the sake of me health, I should have sex more often." You should, you yeah, because no, you can lose weight by doing it. They can't every woman fat now. No, no. <laughs> you sound like a woman now. Fucking jumping. What does that mean? Jumping like? the gun. Do you want a trampoline? Fucking jumping to more conclusions. Yeah. Uh, deaths during casual sex only account for approximately zero point six percent of all sudden deaths. That's still too high. That is still <laughs> too high. <laughs> Uh, apparently occurs more in male shock a number of deaths during consexual sex have linked to the use of other protection in drugs so basically uh, so when people are on coke apparently they heat up too much and their brain fries and they die no, be a but that's thing. like what happened to um, Whitney Houston she didn't have sex but what happened was she was on too much coke she went in a, a, a jacuzzi mm. and her brain fried because of the heat she boiled to death, basically. I didn't know that. Yeah, she boiled to death. That doesn't... In my head, that's... She might like... have been getting licked out at the same time. Who knows? But, yeah. Okay. I mean... Yo, my brain's fried now. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want me to repeat that? No, in the sense <laughs> of like... So she had a bit of fucking cocaine, which is... No, no. It's no, no, snow. Um, just in case we want sponsors. Um, so she had some no-no snow, went into a jacuzzi and fried her brain. Yeah, the heat. She didn't realise how hot it was. She boiled to death, basically. That should be really written on the packets. 
Of what? <laughs> Coke? Yeah. No, no, Snow. We How about it should be written on the side of a hot tub? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Do not enter if you've had cocaine. That, that should be... Or honest. just drugs in general. Nah, because some... This is not a time machine. <laughs> oh, good movie. Mate, I'm a little bit like taken aback by should die in a hot tub with mountains of cocaine. That kind of... No, I'm Googling it. I've got a... Mm. Whitney Whitney Houston I reckon it was crack me Apparently you don't need to take your clothes off to have a good time <laughs> No, she was still in that bathing suit Ugh. You didn't get it, did you? Yeah, I got it, it <laughs> uh, Whitney Houston, how'd you die? Right Scott was kind of right <laughs> It was I know accidental it was. drowning And a because of a heart disease that didn't help due to the fact that it's of cocaine. So we don't have to <laughs> Is that even her song? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to like that song. Mm. All right, anyways, people can happily know that they've learned some fun facts tonight. Any others that we got? No, not until next week. See you later, then. I'd actually no, we're not gonna. We are gonna end it there. We are. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. My fucking rib cage. What's the matter? It's how fat Joe is. It's not doing how fat I'm. Joe is sitting up and he, he's so fat that it hurts him. It's not that I'm fat. <laughs> oh, Joe, how heavy are you? Oh, uh, where do we sell this morning? I am 22 stone and 5. And what were you on the last podcast? Because you didn't, you didn't see it. Oh, I was only like 22 7 then. I've only lost 2 pounds. Oh, all right. Okay. He's still losing it. But in 3 weeks, I've. Everyone messaged the Twitter page after I was any to call him fat. Bye now. Bye. Me and Joe would like to welcome our first sponsors to the After Hours podcast in Man Health. Man Health provide free PR support groups and a web chat and connected services all across County Durham and Northumberland for men with depression and other mental health conditions. We know that the intense emotional pain you can experience when depressed can distort your thinking so it becomes harder to see possible solutions to problems. Suicide might seem like the only way to stop the pain. It's not. In 2020 alone, Man Health support over 3,500 men and provide over 7,000 hours of free PR support. Working men aged between 25 to 54 years old account for the largest number of suicide deaths in the UK. On the page www.manhealth.org.uk you can press for the word about to find out exactly what you can do about this. Thank you very much. Now back to our scheduled programming.